Housing Minister opens three new developments in County Carlow. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Almost 80 families are settling into their forever homes this Christmas after Carlow County Council completed housing projects in Carlow Town and Burris. Housing Minister Dara O'Brien had a whistle-stop tour of the new developments recently to officially open three housing schemes. Accompanied by Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor and council officials, his first stop was at Cushdara Chapelstown, Carlow, where he viewed more than 30 new homes. The estate will be comprised of 63 houses when it's finished in early 2022 by the approved housing body TUA. Minister O'Brien officially launched Cushdara before making his way to Ancruachan in Pollerton, where six homes were developed by Tintawn for the elderly in partnership with Carlow County Council at a cost of €1.2 million. Euro. The contingent also visited Burris, where the minister launched nine granite cottages at Pound Lane, which were constructed by Kevin Thorpe Limited on behalf of Carlow County Council at a cost of €1.8 million. Euro. They also visited the village community garden. A sod-turning ceremony was also held at Glownabaru in Bagnallstown, where 22 homes will be built by Kevin Thorpe Limited on behalf of Carlow County Council at a cost of €4.2 million. Euro. The tour of the county also included a visit to Carlow Build, a factory in Gary Hill that constructs modular homes. Deputy Murnane O'Connor was delighted with how the minister's day trip went. It was a great trip. It was good to show the Minister Carlow, Bagnallstown and Burris. We have so much to offer here in County Carlow because of our location. We need more affordable homes and we also need more student accommodation, especially with the formation of the university coming. I've always wanted to show Carlow off and to promote it and now that I'm in the Dáil, I have a chance to do that, she said. Reports from Carlow County Council by Michael Tracy. Heated debate strayed into Punch and Judy territory. The Green Party was hammered by Carlow councillors over comments made by one of its MEPs that banks should not do business with farmers. The Greens were subject to a pylon by county councillors, while Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil were goaded to get a pair of Learhody and control their much smaller coalition partners at a meeting of the local authority. A motion was passed at December's meeting of Carlow County Council which formally rejected Green Party MEP Kieran Cuff's request that Irish financial institutions should not engage with the farming community in relation to supports and loans. Councillor Charlie Murphy had proposed the motion and said it was mind-boggling that a politician would say this. This shows very little understanding of the situation farmers find themselves in. Banks have always dealt with farmers. Banks have basically been built on farm business, he said. He then took wider issue with the Greens. He said they advocated a ban on fossil fuels, but now the country had to reboot gas stations to produce electricity. The ban on peat harvesting had led to peat now being imported. I think the Green Party need to look at themselves, he added. Councillor Murphy said the Greens had a total misunderstanding of rural areas, referring to Environment Minister Eamon Ryan's controversial suggestion of reintroducing wolves to Ireland. Councillor Murphy said Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael needed to stand up to the Greens. 
Councillor Tommy Kinsella said the MEP's comments were outrageous and needed to be withdrawn. The Fine Gael councillor said young farmers were very conscious of the environment but would need bank loans for more environmentally friendly practices. He, Kieran Cuff, is talking through his rear end, said Councillor Kinsella. A humorous exchange then ensued within this smackdown, which began with Sinn Féin's Andy Gladney's comment that Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael at all levels needed to get a pair of Lear Hoidy and to tell the Greens where to go. In response, Councillor Ken Murnane of Fianna Fáil said, My pair of Lear Hoidys are strong enough and they will speak up. Councillor Gladney shot back that his, Councillor Murnane's party, would want to develop Lear Hoidy as they were propping up the blue shirts in the Dáil. Councillor Kinsella said his party, Fine Gael, won't need anything when Sinn Féin comes into power. The Army Council will be there to solve anything, he quipped. Councillor Murnane added that Mary Lou MacDonald would come in with a magic wand. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue joked that it was amazing how brave some councillors are when council meetings were online. They would never say it to your face, said the Fine Gael representative. I'll say it to your face, said Councillor Gladney. Councillor Murnane also objected to the remarks. As the meeting descended into Punch and Judy territory, someone on the Microsoft Teams meeting was heard to call out Chukigar Law. Things cooled a bit and Councillor O'Donoghue said he was only poking the bear. Councillor Gladney wasn't in the mood to accept the white flag. If you're making threats, you'd want to back them up, Donoghue, he said. Councillor O'Donoghue said his comments had been aimed at everyone and the Sinn Féin councillor should not take them personally. Councillor Adrian Wallace said if there were a few more women on the council, there may be fewer issues with Lear Hody. With that row parked, it was back to the Greens, when an unlikely defender of that party emerged in the shape of Councillor Arthur MacDonald from Bagnallstown. The Fianna Fáil councillor and farmer said the Green Party had distanced itself from the Commons. They were the opinions of his own and not government policy to discourage banks to give loans to farmers, he said. However, Councillor MacDonald felt the MEP needed to apologise. People before Prophets Adrienne Wallace said the Greens were out of touch and the party believed a few bike stands would tackle climate change. Councillor John MacDonald said the average age of a farmer was 62 and young farmers needed to be encouraged. Councillor O'Donoghue doubted any bank would follow MEP Cuff's suggestion and said farmers were a safe pair of hands to loan to. Southern Relief Road looks as far away as ever. Carlo can't afford to wait years for a Southern Relief Road. That was just one comment in a mixed bag of views on the long-awaited Relief Road at December's meeting of Carlo County Council. Fianna Fáil's councillor Andrea Dalton looked for details about the Relief Road after the Department of Transport had approved the completion of a preliminary business case. Councillor Dalton deemed it to be good news while Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman said it was the first formal approval for the Relief Road. However, it was still early days. Mr O'Gorman said the process was very time-consuming and complex. The Council will now look at various route options, including a possible third crossing over the River Barrow. It is hoped to submit the plan in the summer. If the plan gets the green light to go to the next stage, 
Tenders would then go out for consultants to look at the various options. Councillors were told it had taken 20 months to get to this point. However, the protracted nature of the relief road process irked some. Councillor Fergal Brown said the council had gone full circle, the relief road having been on the agenda for 15 years. He believed the council was spending a lot of time reinventing the wheel. Ultimately, we are still talking years before it's built. We can't afford to wait that long. Go and look at the bridges. There is a clear need of it, he said. Councillor Brown also highlighted lengthy traffic queues on O'Brien Road. He felt that an urgent request should be made for a third bridge at the Woodford Dolman Hotel. Councillor John Casson wondered whether work could not start sooner. He said people were staying out of Carlow Town due to traffic. Councillor Adrian Wallace said it could take 30 or 40 minutes to get in and out of town. It would drive you bloody mad, she added. Councillor Dalton maintained the recent development was good news and the relief road was something the town needed. Councillor Charlie Murphy made a point that new bridges appear to cause huge issues when it comes to engineering, but bridges that are hundreds of years old are used every day in the county. There shouldn't be as big an issue as building a bridge, he said. Sometimes these things are over-engineered. Mr O'Gorman stated that there was only one way to progress things and that was through regulations. He said the cost of the project could be between 55 million and 85 million without a bridge and 100 million with one. There's not going to be quick approval or fast tracking of monies. It will be based on reports being made, things stacking up and traffic models showing there is a need for it. Mr O'Gorman said the council hoped to progress matters as quickly as possible, but there would be no diggers on site next year. Funding mooted for Theatre Group The government was called on to provide a support package to theatre groups such as Carlo's Striking Productions, which was forced to cancel its Christmas panto due to Covid restrictions. Carlow County Council passed a notion calling on the government to urgently put in place a support package for all panto, theatre groups and other arts organisations that have been impacted by the recent additional restrictions on capacity at venues. These groups have given huge voluntary hours and have commitments with local suppliers. Cahirloch Finton Phelan proposed the motion at December's meeting. He said that many groups had been impacted by the restrictions on indoor events which were limited to 50%. Foremost in his mind was Striking Productions, which had to cancel its sell-out run of this year's panto at the 11th hour. It left the group with significant debts. They put huge work into their production and employment to local people with suppliers. Unfortunately, it's not viable to go ahead. Councillor Phelan believed a government scheme would support the theatre company, but the scheme's conditions should be as favourable as possible. Gate problem has apartment residents afraid of their lives. Residents are afraid of their lives that anyone could walk into a Bagnallstown apartment complex. The security gate at the manor house in Bagnallstown has been lying against the wall for months on end, Councillor Arthur MacDonald told December's meeting. The Fianna Fáil councillor said that he had been looking for the gate to be put back up for more than six months. The property is understood to be in private hands. Councillor MacDonald believes it is owned by a vulture fund. I hate raising it at a county council meeting. 
I was approached by three or four residents who were afraid of their lives that anyone can walk into the complex, he said. The gate is lying against a wall. Councillor Andy Gladney described the situation as a disgrace. Councillor Gladney said putting the gate up would stop some criminal behaviour that was happening in the area. Director of Services, Michael Brennan, said he was aware that the council had contacted solicitors about the matter and would follow it up again.